Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level 2. This is Sports Rage. I am Morenci. Series XM Channel 159. So I'm going to the uh, the game and I'm actually flying like 3,000 miles. Uh, but as I stated, I've had to go back to Toronto for a couple of years. I haven't been there in a couple of years, and I didn't mean it to be this long. So I have some things I have to uh, attend to and uh, that I want to get, like guitars. I've got stuff like musical gear and personal uh, personal stuff. And uh, now I figured now is, now is as good a time as any uh, to do this. Uh, but uh, we're going to be kicking it, and uh, maybe Cam's going to hook up with us. Maybe Bano's invited. I know you're still recovering from Texas, uh, Babano. Uh, but uh, I'm going to the game with uh, with Stacy from the Hardcore Sports Radio days. And I told her after the game, I said, well, she said, don't worry, we'll still have fun. And I said, well, I said, we're going to do a lot of drinking. I said, there'll be a lot of drinking going on <laughs> on Saturday. And then I thought after Cam, I'm like, well, probably would have been a lot of drinking anyways, right? Even if they, it was 2-1 or 3 nothing. Oh, that's the thing about our rec hockey team, right? See, what was the slogan? Win or lose, hit the booze. You have high- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it sucks. It is what it is, but... It's life, right? If the biggest problem in your life you have is, oh, I'm going to an NBA playoff game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I agree. Like, yeah, so I don't, I don't look at it like, oh, it sucks. It does suck, but I'm the internal optimist. I have the Raptors plus two and a half on a bet. I'll bet on this game, take it one game at a time, win that game, and then, hey, try to win the next game. Uh, but for, for Raptor and Leaf fans, which I am not, I am a Raptor fan, but how about this? 18 years ago today, the Maple Leafs won their last playoff series. <laughs> 18 years ago. <laughs> 18 years ago today. Do so you remember who they beat? It was so long ago. Ottawa? Good call. Yeah, the Ottawa Senators. I was out a couple wow. of those games. There's actually a picture of Ty Domi celebrating oh, it. Yeah, yeah. I, think me and, I think me and Cohen met at that game. We we're all happy. Yeah, it was, it was God help us. 18 years ago. That's crazy. They have Toronto Maple Leafs have not won a playoff series. Since. <laughs> I knew it already, but it's just I, I knew it. I'm like, oh, they haven't won since 2004. I say it often, but to put it in perspective, to see a picture of Eddie Belfour and Ty Domi hugging each other after the series, I'm like, dear God, they haven't won yeah. since Eddie Belfour? Yeah. Eddie the Eagle? It's crazy, man. I remember that series, too. It was Ottawa was good back then. So, Babano, we brought it up last night, um, the upsets. And you you just talked about it. You said, what, Colorado now, that's two in a row that they've lost. And we've seen in the NHL, look at Tampa, lost to Detroit last night. They were minus 520 favorites. We're saying at this time of the year, there's upsets. And now we're seeing the NBA is not immune to this, guys. I'm telling you, we all said, oh, the NBA playoffs would be crazy. Normally, the first round isn't like this. Where it's like you truthfully don't know what's going to happen now in these games, pretty much. Like I don't know. Like it's not a guarantee that team wins. It's one of those deals. We got the AM affiliates here. (laughs) 
the late night anger man request. This is Sports Rage. I am RNC, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people at Bustler, and everybody else in between. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, kicking it with us uh, for a couple of more moments. And uh, Cam will ride off into the sunset. We'll be back tomorrow, and then we'll be back in Las Vegas. Uh, we'll be in Vegas next week for the NFL draft. I'll be in Toronto for game four of the um, of the massacre, the Toronto screw job. <laughs> it's funny too. I remember the last time I was in Toronto. Actually, it was the last time I was there. Was um, I'll never forget. It was the morning after game five, and I'm all hungover. And I went. And I was hoping they're going to win the championship, and they blew it. And I was just like beaten down and like. And that dude, what Frank Viola from uh, from the New York Daily News and uh, ESPN was in uh, was in line in front of me. And he, I remember Cam. He looked so sharp and like fresh and everything. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. the nice suit on and everything. I'm just in line. I had a hood on. I'm like sweating booze out. And, <laughs> And everybody, everybody in line was like, oh, don't worry, they're going to win, they're going to win our next game. And I was just thinking to myself, ah, we're so screwed, this sucks. Just flew all the way here to watch these teams lose again. So it's like the Dodger game, they lost. It's going to be different, though. It's, it's going to be different. We're going to hammer agree. this. And hammer this. I, I, I'm telling you, they're winning. The, 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 you're gonna the, the curse. I know everyone's like, "Oh, Cam, you're not talking." No, I like the game four because that's when everyone thinks they're dead, they're done, they're gonna pack it in. Oh, it's gonna be over. No, if they have any type of like grit and heart, they're gonna win that game. I'm betting them. So I'm just looking here for early baseball. Um, so the Yankees pushed today, as far as their total is concerned. The Yankees, the Yankees, it was a push. And it was eight. And uh, they continued to just crush the under, so it didn't it didn't go over. Afternoon game camp tomorrow with Toronto and Boston. Blue Jays get it done. I tell you what, Gossman's on the hill here tomorrow. I like his stuff a lot. I like you his too. stuff a lot. I like Boston. Um, Boston, you know what? I didn't think. I think Toronto. I told told you last night. I think Toronto are a better team than Boston, and I like the Blue Jays last night. I didn't take them tonight because of the Raptor game, but uh, I do like. I do like the Blue Jays at 135 Eastern tomorrow. Me too. I'm betting them. Gossman's look good so far. All right, Cam. Great night for you tonight. Enjoy your beer. Get all your uh, 232 golf picks in if you can, if you can figure out uh, how to get them all in. It's not easy these days, buddy. Very difficult. Geo-blocked. <laughs> yes. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Marinci. Thanks to the Ranger Redhead for Cam Stewart uh, for joining us. 
Uh, I'll get to a can story in a second here, but Bano heard some of it. Shout out to Sooner Lisa, recovering from surgery. We wish you the best, uh, Lisa. Hang in there. And uh, hopefully we can uh, entertain you for a couple of hours a night here to, uh, tonight. And, uh, and every night that uh, you're free to kick it with us. So shout out, wish uh, Sooner Lisa the best in Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, kicking with us right now. And um, Cam was just talking about a vast conspiracy, actually, during the break. He <laughs> goes, I'm telling you. He goes, they're blocking it, and they're making it hard on purpose. They're trying to make extra, you know. He went off on this big diatribe about the government and stuff. And none of which kind of makes sense because they get a cut, Babano. <laughs> I want to tell them. <laughs> They're getting a cut, so yeah. I'm like, well, they why? want your money. They yeah, I'm like, why? Action. Yeah, why do they know? They want people to renew the licenses. They're not trying to block, like you know what I mean. Like, no, they want to make money. So, like, that's the whole point. But it's just funny. You heard them. No, I'm telling you, it's, it's they're, they're blocking her and they're making my life difficult. Like, and then I just told <laughs> him, I said, it's your phone. It's your phone, buddy. I think you just need a new phone. Yeah. Yeah, and you just you told him. I don't. Know, have you had any problems? No, right? You haven't had any problems. The first two days I had what Cam was talking about. Since then, it's yeah, been but, fine. I've yeah. never once been denied yeah, access. The first two days. Bet 365, FanDuel, any of those. Yeah, because the first two days, it was ambush. You had like three million people logging in at once all the time. You know, and it, was, it was chaos. I totally get that, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I get it, but it sounds like Cam's got a phone issue. That, that, uh, to me, that, that's what it comes down to. I will say, though, well, I saw Cam has one. a lot of issues, so you add a phone <laughs> issue on top of things, so yeah. It's that's probably fair. true. That's that's fair. Uh, that's fair. But man, this state by state and province by province stuff is actually so annoying. And I go to these events and stuff, and then I realize I'm like, oh my god, I won't be able to get into this account from this place. <laughs> I, I always got to like do a check mark before I go anywhere. Now I'm like, man, what? All right, oh, what, oh, is this that there in that state, or can I go this here? And what about that province? Do they have that? And like, it, it really is nuts the era that we're in right now. But welcome, uh, welcome to the, welcome to the new, the new world. All right, the so regulated of world of sports betting in Ontario. You know? Yeah. Well, it's sort of like, well, why wouldn't FanDuel be in Nevada? It's stuff like that, right? Like so, like some, like I said, Ben, like some of the books are in some some territories, but they're not in others. So sometimes it's even a case where, yeah, you can bet in this place, but you can't bet on this play. You know what I mean? So you got to get in a new account. Like put it this way: like when I'm in Vegas, I look forward to just being able to go to the window. Instead of like dancing through hoops and this and that and and other stuff, uh, oh, this app doesn't work here. I mean, yeah, it's just like in a ridiculous area uh, era now, where we talk about this with Steve Merrill. People in Virginia have to drive to the other side of the border, like this, got to cross the stupid state line into West Virginia to bet a Virginia Cavalier game. Right, yeah, and then can't like, do it in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, and then vice versa. So if somebody is in West Virginia and they want to bet on the Mountaineers, they can't. So they have to go to Virginia. So I'm just thinking, like, like honestly, from like a social planning and a real serious like situation here, how many car accidents has happened because of this? How many? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. How many car accidents have happened? How many traffic, more traffic delays that's cost business that produce and trucks that have not gotten through quicker because people are driving back and forth to get a bed in. And I can tell you point blank, like the bridge in New York was all people to get a bed in. So it was like the stupidity of it. It's like, all right, so now you just got thousands, like it would just be trains of people in New York at the station. It's like, yeah, and you could tell, right? Everyone, like no one was going anywhere. It's just a bunch of sport fans, right? So you can just tell it's a bunch of dudes, Babano, at um, at Penn Station in New York, <laughs> and it's like, and, and you just start talking to people. Where are you going? Yeah, yeah. Like you, we, everyone knew where we're all going, and where you were going is to the first damn stop, Babano. So you would go from New yep. York at Penn Station and get off at Secaucus in New Jersey, and you wouldn't even leave the train station. So you, you know, you get off, you get on the platform, you place the bet, and you wait for the train to come back the other way. So you got to pay. Because <laughs> yeah. a bus your house. I like to hear that traffic days. report. The New York Bridge. Oh, we've got bumper to bumper traffic here on this Thursday night on a New York yeah, Bridge. Yeah, yeah, because people are trying to get bets in. Bet the next game. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're trying, <laughs> trying to get bets in. And it's just dumb. Like, so come on. Like I said, like I said, I'd like to know, like how many car accidents, how much loss per, to productivity, how many traffic jams because you made people drive across a bridge or state to state. But on the flip side, it helps the economy, and it really did too. Like Jersey was crazy, but better because it wasn't legal in New York. So the insanity of that, right? But the thing is, New Jersey and New York, bro, is a bridge or a tunnel. So it's just, it was just so stupid, but it was hardcore, man, because people in New York are going to bet a lot, right? They bet like $1.5 billion in the first month. So um, they're going to bet a lot, and they were. Like I said, I used to take, what it was, I think it was the two, it was the 236 or the 224 uh, from the Port Authority, and I called it the, the uh, Degenerate Express Babano. Like, that was the name of the yep. bus, the Degenerate <laughs> Express. Because all it was, the only people that took this bus, bro, right, were a couple of ladies that, like, worked in, in Union, New Jersey that got off. And the whole bus was nothing, nothing but just degenerates, right, going from New York to, to the book. And you know, I always thought it was crazy, man, like, how much money are you guys letting leave in the state? But So they were really smart at the Secaucus train station. There was already a bar there. So there was a little bar with pizza and stuff like that in the train station already. And um, they caught on quick that people Bano were coming there to bet, right? So people, like some people would like go into the pizza place and sit down and place their bets, get a slice of pizza. And Buddy caught on fast, so he turned it into a sports bar. That's smart thinking, like right away. <laughs> he basically got a bunch of TVs. He put all the games on. He made sure he had all the cable, like boom, boom, boom. He had all the games on. And his place became a hot spot, right? It's like, where are you going to watch the game? Oh, the train station is a caucus because <laughs> you can get bets in. <laughs> you watch it. Yeah, you watch at the bar and the train station. And when you're done, you get on the train. And it was only like an eight-minute ride. So it's like, boom, you're back in eight minutes after. Right? It's like, all right, that was quick. And you're back on the other side again after. But uh, same thing, there was a Starbucks. Errol used to go there. Errol Epstein used to go to this. There was a Starbucks, same thing. The guy, like, the local Starbucks, but been like cleaned up, bro. It was nothing but people on laptops just sitting there gambling all day, right? Like the type of people that didn't want to go hang with the sleaze balls like us at the sports book at the racetrack. That prefer like you know, Eric prefer to get a nice cafe latte and put your bets in at Starbucks in Jersey and then go home. Like you know, what I'm saying? yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I never said like kiosk essentially at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just exactly. I'm just saying. I never imagined when I go to the Raptor game on Saturday that I'm gonna have to like get bets in somehow. It's gonna be like wow. I gotta figure this out. Or I'll do old school battle. I'll have to play the pro line. I'll walk into the corner store. Let's say, give me the sheet. <laughs> what do you yeah. got? Give me give me the sheet. Let, 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 let's rock. Old school. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, but hey, listen, it's it's a great time. It's just it's a transition. It's sort of like legalizing marijuana, right? And that went through yeah. it goes through growing pains and stuff and then and then it gets going. So Let's stay on basketball right now. And I was talking about this, Babano. So the desperate teams, 9-0 and in the first quarter, all right, in the last yeah. three nights. Three games a night. Start again tomorrow. Minnesota coming off the loss, back at home. I like Minnesota. Like, I'm going to keep riding this. Does it go 3-0 and again tomorrow? I don't know. You know, probably it'd be maybe 2-1. and one. But Minnesota in the first quarter at home, it's like plus 0. 0.5. Utah Jazz at home. I think Utah will come out hot tomorrow. You got to lay two and a half in the first quarter for them. And then, you know, you know Golden State and Denver is a leap of faith, but Denver will be better at least in the first quarter before they choke later in the game like the Raptors did tonight. A lot of similarities between the teams. We'll get the battles, NBA thoughts, NHL thoughts, and more. The late night anger management class. We have Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports, joining us to talk NFL later on. Bring it! SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. God, I haven't looked up at a TV in like a couple of minutes. I look up and I see him beat shot, like literally and figuratively just his shot over and over on a loop. Because I keep showing the Kawhi shot and, oh, this is the new shot in the series. Hey, listen, there's always a shot in this stuff, right? Going back to uh, to Vince Carter missing the three-point shot in game seven against the Sixers to Kawhi Leonard making the shot against the Sixers to Joel Embiid just hitting the shot against the Raptors. Raptors can't, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. You're not always going to be on the right side of these shots. It's a cold world. Uh, very, very cold world. And shout out to our boy uh, Cortez, Martin Cortez, tuning in right now in Texas. And it's a good point. I, we were just talking about this with Bano. Ian Cameron kicking with us, uh, Sport Pub Radio, actually, in San Antonio, Texas. Um, we were just talking about it with Bano, about, like, these states leaving money on the table. That's my whole thing. Uh, it's like... All right, you want to say this, and you want to leave, like, money on the table, but then you want to talk about, well, the school sucks because we don't have this, or we want to raise your taxes because of that, and the bridges suck and the roads suck and all this type stuff, but you don't legalize sports betting, then to me that's just negligent and reckless. And, like, it's it, it's just dumb. Like, like, California is ridiculous that sports betting is not legal in California. Everything else is. Why wouldn't sports betting be? Like, you know what I mean? California is supposed to be this big free place and all, you know what I mean? Do what you want and free. and But, oh, no, no, you can't play sports bet, though. And it's a great point. Look look at uh, Mattress uh, mattress Mac of a battle. Look at how much money that guy bets, bro. Like He puts like $8 million on games, $12 million on futures. And like He puts serious money, and he's a big staple in the community in Houston. Uh, and in the state, I know he's got stores, but like he's a you know he's a local hero and stuff, and he's a nice guy. And there's all this money, and he's got to fly around to Louisiana and to New Jersey, and it's like he's got to find sports books around America that'll take his big action and his big bets when they say they do everything bigger in Texas. And from what I understand in Texas, actually, we'll get into some picks, but from what I understand in Texas, it's the Dan Patrick guy that stops it, and not the talk show host, um, yeah. but the uh, the attorney general. And it's crazy because uh, the lieutenant governor, excuse me, not attorney general, lieutenant governor, because attorney general has power. But, like, the uh, lieutenant governor is basically like a symbolic figure. But for whatever reason, in the state of Texas, he has a vote on it. And I think he's morally and ethically against it. Uh, but I think it's like he's pretty much the one blocking it. Because, you know, man, because, yeah, but battle, they don't like sports yeah, in Texas, I know, but right? Stand, it, was a, it was a headache for me to get a bet in down there. Because of yeah. This, yeah. Uh, imagine the football action on Cowboy games and stuff. Imagine yeah. you set up a FanDuel sports book at Cowboy Stadium, bro. Yeah. Like, like why you would you not do the it? Money. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, you make, like, $10 million every week. <laughs> like, you make, like, $10 million, Oh, yeah, another $10 million just from the bets there, Jerry. Like, you know, like, it would be like, it's Texas. Like, think of you if, if people in Texas could bet on a Texas Longhorn game. Like, Texas, like the Red River shootout. Texas versus yeah. Oklahoma. Think about the money. Yeah. It would be like a mini Super Bowl, bro, in Texas, the, the amount of yeah. money that would be coming in on this. Yeah, and think like about the money you because of Dallas. And think about the money you'd keep from those Dallas Cowboys home games because they suck ATS at home for the last decade. 
<laughs> I mean, they're missing out. Well, you bet against them. It's a secret. You go yeah. and you, you bet, you bet yeah. on the visiting team. But look at Babano taking a pot shot. Babano gets the pot shot in on, on the Cowboys just like that. I mean, imagine if Samuel ended up on the Cowboys. Big talk. We'll get into this with Eisenberg later. Uh, we'll talk some NFL football. But all right, Babano. So we're just talking about this. So um, Memphis. I'm a, I'm a little surprised at the number here. Yeah, and listen, I have full disclosure, I thought Memphis were the better team than, than Minnesota were. And I laid one and a half on a series bet. So I've got, um, <clears throat> I could win this series in six games with Memphis. But I'm not going to, I would be lying to you if I told you I wasn't concerned right now. Minnesota can play with these guys. Uh, this is a tough game. I, but I'm just saying, I'm surprised to see Memphis minus one and a half point road favorites in this game. I'm not quite ready to say I'm taking the T-Wolves to win the game of battle, but I will take the T-Wolves in the first quarter. Yeah, the first quarter with the team that lost the previous game, as you've said, it's been pretty strong here in the first round of the uh, playoffs. There's no doubt well, about nine that. 9-0 no, uh, last three nights. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty no, strong. No yeah, 9-0. No. That's pretty strong for the team that lost the previous game in the series. So I don't I don't hate that. As far as the full game goes, I, st- I think Memphis figured it out. Defend- the biggest problem they had in game one is they had no answer for Towns. Did a better job in that regard in game two. It was just a much, much better assertive team defensive effort. And Anthony Edwards didn't quite go off like he did in game one. It was better. Now the question is, is Chris Finch and the Timberwolves going to counter that, make their adjustments? I still think Memphis is the better team. I think they win the game, but if I were to bet Memphis, I'd only look the full game. And I, I will be on Memphis, but only the full game. I think if you like Minnesota, you like them early. So first quarter and first half there. I still think Memphis will win that series, though. The And something that we have to bring up, and you can't leave on the table, and it's so it's 2-0 and in this series so far, and that's the first quarter over. And it's actually lighter. The other night it got as high as 62-and-a-half, guys, before tip-off. 62 and a half first quarter over Babano. And in game one, they put up 74 points in the first quarter. They got to 65 in game two. It didn't lay, it was a slow start, but then it got there and uh, they got to 65 in the first quarter. And we've been talking about this. So Memphis and Minnesota are both the highest scoring teams in the NBA in the first quarter. Uh, Memphis scored 30 points a game in the first quarter and uh, like 30.1. And um, at Minnesota's like 29.7 or something like that. It's right there. It's, it's literally like 30 and 29. So the first quarters have both gone over. They're both very aggressive teams early. So they're going to get after it. I think this number goes up, guys. We're not the only smart people out here. We're talking about this with Merrill. Like tomorrow, there's going to be a million other shows, and there's going to be people that are going to bring up, oh, you know what, they're the first quarter of best, you know, and the total is going to go up. It went up the other night. Like, I'm getting in on this now, actually, the 58-and-a-half, because I know it will go up. Uh, Babano, and, you know, man, Minnesota have been a crushing over team this year, specifically on the road. Now, it stayed under the other night, but I think there's going to be some pace here. Like, Minnesota want to play with pace. I think Memphis are better off making it a dirtier, scrappier street-style game. Um, even though Memphis don't mind running, but Minnesota really want to get after it and pick up the tempo. So I will attack the over 58 and a half, and I'll investigate the total in the game as well. But I'm going to keep riding these first quarter trends, Babano. It's gone over in the first two games. I don't see why it doesn't, and it's a lower total here at 58 and a half. I'll go with the Minnesota Timberwolves plus 0.5 points. First quarter over. 58 and a half and mark my words for those of you and we appreciate those of you that tune into both shows and game time decisions and sports rage and mark my words this will not be 58 and a half tomorrow night and you'll say oh, i should have listened i should have bet it dallas mavericks at utah jazz i brought it up earlier in the week but battle that there's a lot of negativity around the jazz that they're going to screw it up that everyone's going to leave or they're going to get fired and like it's just that it's a disaster waiting to happen but the thing is, they got one. They got a win on the road. Now, Luca didn't play, but still, they got a split on the road. I think that the, the demise of the Jazz might be a little bit premature here. I expect the Jazz to come out hot at home here as well. They will. I just said that I'm not doubting. And the odds makers agree. Minus two and a half in the first quarter. What's your opinion on the Mavericks in the Jazz game? Well, hopefully it's uh, Utah up by 9 or 10 at halftime and then a nice Dallas second half because I like Dallas plus the points. I think Dallas uh, is the better of these two teams. 
There's a chance Luca's coming back here. Not for sure, but chance. And to me, they're the much better of these teams defensively. Uh, much better. I mean, when you, well, he'll be back saw, in a series, but he won't be back tomorrow. Yeah, they were hoping maybe tomorrow, but doesn't. Yeah, uh, the last I heard it was a maybe, but there looks like probably more toward Game Four, kind of like with Scotty Barnes for Toronto. They thought maybe Game well, Three. Put it this way: if you believe that, Babano, if you do, and if anybody does, because put it this way: if Luca's playing, the Mavericks aren't getting seven points. So if you believe it that Luca's some, you know, oh, he's there, there, it's a smokescreen. He's actually going to play. I don't think so, though. I think they're happy that they got to split the Mavericks, actually. And it's like, wow, let's let's just let's play this out a little bit longer. But uh, that's the that's the point spread right now. Utah minus seven, Babano, and it is a little high. Like I, I'm talking about Utah in the first quarter. I'm not ready to lay seven points here, but I do believe Utah will come out hot to start the game. But you like the Mavericks plus the seven. Yeah, I do, and this is a this is a the road underdog role has been phenomenal for Dallas. They have been awesome catching points on the road. The, the Pelicans have been good as road underdogs too, and you saw them with, uh, take care of Phoenix in Game Two. Dallas has been phenomenal. ATS as road underdogs. Now, if Luka doesn't play, can Jalen Brunson do what he did in Game Two? Probably not. It's going to be harder on the road. Spencer Dinwiddie got in foul trouble in that game. But when he was on the floor, he was making shots. And those are two capable offensive players for the Dallas Mavericks when they are going. Brunson's capable. We know Spencer Dinwiddie can. Maxi Kleva stepped up with 25 points. That was a good sign for the Dallas Mavericks in that win against Utah. They finally found some guys making shots. And, of course, Brunson struggled mightily in Game 1, and he bounced back with that huge 40-point Game 2. He's obviously not going to duplicate that here, but if he can give them in the 20s, you get in the 20s from Dinwiddie, you get someone like Kleba or someone Finney Smith chipping in with you know double figures, suddenly you've got enough offense to go with a very good defense to keep them in this game, in my opinion. So I'm going to be on Dallas with the points here, and I think they'll ultimately win this series. I do agree that Dallas are the better team. I like Dallas coming into this series. And I said, even without Luka, I think they can hang. But I also think that this has like seven games written all over it. Neither team is good enough to finish off the other team. Like It's one of, sort of like Utah and Denver. Right? Ah, it's 3-1. Ah, oh, seven games. Like, Utah always end up in these series. More of a battle on the other side. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, you tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Hey, now, now speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Let's roll. 
the camera kick it with us. I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 159, the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. We're talking NBA basketball right now. We'll take a look at the overnight NHL card before we get Babano out of here. But we've actually had some recent live movement over the last uh, couple of moments. We were just discussing Memphis and Minnesota. Memphis were minus one and a half road favorites. Now it's two. Now it's two. And we didn't get to Golden State yet. Uh, Golden State and Denver, but it was two and a half, and it just moved to two. So um, it moved a half point towards Denver, and it moved a half point towards Memphis uh, here. Uh, me and Babana were just talking about uh, Dallas and Utah. Uh, an interesting series, and you know, looking at the updated series price right now, I always thought that the Mavericks, listen, I think they are going to get Luka back, but I think they're, they want to be patient and smart about it because they don't want him coming back and getting hurt again right away. Um, and I think they're happy that they split. So I think they go one more game without them, and then they try to roll them out. Uh, they, they roll them out this weekend, uh, Babano. Current updated series price right now, Mavericks plus 164. And off the top of my head, dude, they got up to about plus 360, I think. Plus 380, actually. Plus 360, plus 380 after they lost game one. So it's plus 164 now. Utah Jazz minus 196. And you said you believe the Mavericks will win the series, huh? I do. I think they win the series. I like them to cover the number tomorrow night. Even if they do lose, I think it'll be a competitive game. Uh, you know, Lucas returns a moving target. It's probably more likely game four. Uh, it might even be pushed back. Who knows? But the target right now is game four. The key for Dallas is try to make sure you get a split in Utah. Don't go down 3-1. And if you avoid that, you're going to have a great chance to win this series. And like I said, they're just better defensively. I mean, you saw the Jazz down the stretch in that game defensively in game two. Not good. Not getting stops when they needed it. Dallas can. I think that's significant in this series. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, kicking it uh, with us on the Wicked Wednesday. So, Denver... Denver really had problems, right? Denver had problems in San Francisco. You know, sort of like the Raptors in Philadelphia. Denver would play well for like four or five minutes, and it would just be an ambush of three-point shots. They started to melt down. They're getting into it with the referees. You know, Jokic is getting into it with the refs. Like, sheer frustration. They're taking bad shots. It was ugly. Right? It, was, it was an ugly two games. They got smoked. 123-107, 126-106. With all that being stated, you figure that the the Nuggets should be getting more points, Babano here. And I'm going to stick to my theme. I think the Nuggets can come out hot and desperate and play with a sense of urgency. And they got adrenaline going and the crowd's all into it. And they can get through the first quarter, maybe the first half. But I'm not ready to say that the Warriors won't start raiding threes on them as the game goes on again. So I'm going to stand by this pattern. I'm taking Denver in the first quarter. And we'll be on tomorrow night, guys, at 6 o'clock Eastern with our final picks for these games. But I'll tell you right now, I already know, I will be taking Denver in the first quarter here. What's your opinion on this game, Abano? Yeah, I, I like the thought of Denver in the first quarter. And I think I could see them coming out strong. But I, I totally agree with you about the full 48 minutes. I just don't know if Denver's got answers for Golden State. And you look at Nikola Jokic the other night, it wasn't just that he was pissed off about the calls that maybe didn't go his way. He felt he didn't get enough calls. I think it's just a mounting frustration with this, the way this series is going and those back-to-back -back blowouts, both games getting away from them in Golden State. It's partially, yeah, he's pissed off with the refs. I think he's partially frustrated that he's getting no help, no support. Uh, in this series. That's the problem. Everything's on his shoulders. He's got to score. He's got to facilitate. He's got to rebound. He's got to play, you know, defense in the interior, all that. You get a couple of little glimpses from Montaigne Morris. You get a couple things here and there from Will Barton. You're not getting much offensively out of Aaron Gordon. You know, it's just there's too many there's too much non-support going on around Jokic for Denver right now. And then on the flip side, you see what Golden State's doing. It's bad enough you got to defend the Splash Brothers, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. But as Mark Jones said in Game 1, the Splash Brothers have brought their own pool with them tonight, Jordan Pool. And now you throw him into the yeah. mix. And now you make them a three-man band that you just have to worry about along the perimeter. And it's just a devastating trio. When Jordan Poole is doing what he's did in the first two games, good luck trying to defend the Golden State Warriors. This has been a remarkable 
playoff outburst and play just coming into the big spotlight and stepping up that we've seen out of Jordan Poole. And to the point where, you know, Curry and Thompson have kind of been, you know, the bit parts to what Poole's done in the first two games. Wait till Curry and Thompson really have one of those games where they take over a game. So I think Denver's in some serious trouble. I like the first quarter thought, but I'd probably pump the brakes on anything with Denver tomorrow night more than that first quarter. Yeah, I can't disagree. I think uh, that we could almost try to get cute and take uh, Denver in the first quarter and Golden State in the game. Now, now Phoenix. And let's give Draymond Green some credit too. Uh, yeah. I want to mention this: his defense yeah. in Game Two on Jokic. It's hard to defend that guy. He's just got such great footwork in the paint. He's so smart. He's deft touch around the rim. He, you know, he's tough to. You know, usually anytime you bump I've into got him, to admit it, you know, you're going to get. Green has really defended him well and thrown him off his spot just enough to throw him out of rhythm. I got to put my hand up and be the first to say that I thought Draymond was done a couple of years ago, right? And and listen, he has gotten he's he's got a you know I mean he's been playing well. I, I'm not an idiot, but I'm just admitting that I was wrong about him. I was like, ah, he's close to being in in, in the booth. Like, there's a reason why he signed a TV deal. Like, you know what I mean? And I think even he thought that like. I remember he said something, you know, I don't know, he said it recently too, but he's very, like, he's introspective. And he said it was the first time ever that I was on the floor that I was a liability to my team. And he said it bothered me. He goes, it's never happened in my life, in my career, that I was the weak link on the floor. And he said that. He goes, I've been the weak link. I was the weak link. And I don't know, man. I don't know if he's healthy. I guess, you know what I mean? He wasn't healthy. He seems to have lost some weight. He's got to jump. Like he said, he's, he's a menace. And I was going to say, Babano, like, so look, everybody wants to hand the title to Phoenix. And, you know, they didn't win the title last year. They lost in the title. And I don't know if it's CP, if, if, if Chris Paul is just cursed. Because it's always something, man, isn't it, Babano? When he's in the playoffs... His teams, they could be the favorite. They could be about, remember, they're about to beat the Warriors like this and that and everything else in between. We'll get Matthias' take later in level three. He's seen it with the Clippers. There's just always something happens. And now Devin Booker. Now, you know, this might only be a weak thing. You know, game three and game four as it moves on. But I'll tell you what, the Pelicans aren't going to back down, Babano. These kids are ready to play, man. And they got C.J. McCollum, who's having fun. They're bombing threes. They don't care if they miss. They're playing with house money. They're a dangerous team. And I tell you, I'm just where I'm going with this. If it's not Phoenix, I do buy in it as Golden State because I don't think these other teams, Memphis, Minnesota, Dallas, Utah, are as good as Golden State are playing right now. But that could change. People could get injured on Golden State as well. But I tell you, like the odds makers, look at the point spread in the game of battle. That... They're giving, dude, Phoenix were minus two. It's one and a half now. Like, the game's basically a pick em. Can you imagine if I would have told you this like a week ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, the game would be a pick em game three. You'd be like, come on, what are you talking about? Are you buying into this? Do you think Phoenix are in trouble right now? Or do you like them? Tomorrow night. I, tomorrow night, I don't Or Friday. They trouble. play Friday. I'm skipping Friday. to Friday now, yeah. but Friday, yeah, Friday night. I don't think they're in trouble in this game. We've seen a lot of heart and resilience from this team in tough situations with injuries earlier this year. You know, there were games earlier this year. Paul and Booker both missed games. Aiton was out for some games. And we'd see them step up. And this team off a loss is very good long-term. And obviously, they've got away from them. It was the injury to Booker played a part in it. They just didn't play well down the stretch either. You know, it's not just that Booker got hurt in game two. They were outplayed, and Ingram got going. He had a phenomenal game. CJ had a nice fourth quarter. And those are the two guys that are, if New Orleans is going to threaten Phoenix in this series, and I still think the Suns in this series, if, if let's say Booker doesn't come back in this series, can they still beat the Pelicans? I think they can. But the problem is going to be the second round. The problem is going to be what if you see Golden State and you got to play without Devin Booker. That's where the concern lies for Phoenix. But I think in game three, Friday night, we've seen enough with this team with some injuries and some key parts out that they've been able to get the job done. They're off a loss. I trust Bonnie Williams as a coach to make adjustments and have this team better, ready to go, and just a better game all around. So I'm I'm looking at Phoenix in in game three. It would be the only side I'd bet. I'm weary of this. This, you know, we talk about it all the time in the media and we bring, oh, it's going to be crazy and it could be this and it could be that. But we knew the NBA playoffs were going to be off the hook, right? Like we did. We knew, especially, you know, the Eastern Conference. 
And I've also brought up all the time, injuries happen every year. It just is what it is. But this could get wild, Babano. Like, let's say the Bulls beat the Bucks on Friday again. Now Chris Middleton's out, right? Like, how long is Middleton? I don't know. He's going to have the MRI in the morning. But Middleton's got a uh, – he screwed his MCL up. What, sprained MCL. That could be serious, right? So they can't win without Middleton. They don't have the, the, the margin of error, and I don't think Phoenix can win without Booker. I, like you said, they can survive a series, but I don't think Booker would be out forever. But the thing is, if Booker's out here, they could lose, and things could fall apart fast. I'm just stating these, you know, at, you know, you people like you and me, Babano, you know, handicappers, talk show hosts, and, and whatever, fans, all of us, betters, we don't give teams chances sometimes, right? And I remember in the NCAA tournament last year, when Mick Cronin said this about UCLA, they said, what a run for you guys. You keep winning as an underdog and stuff. And he said, well, I'll tell you what. He said, the guys in that room don't know they're underdogs. I know some coaches play it up. No one believes in you. But he was basically saying, he goes, we got a very confident team. Like, they think they can win, and they don't care what you think and what the point spread is. They're not scared of the other team. And we're seeing this right now. Like, the Chicago Bulls, are like a, a, a kid, Babano, that, that we've all had them in our lives. It always happens, whatever. It's basically, they what? They lost 17 to 19, 17 of 18 to the Bucks. They finally, like, nearly beat them the other night, and now they beat them, and you just see their confidence going up. That, you know what? We could beat these guys. Like, we're not scared of you anymore. And now Middleton's hurt. I'm telling you, things are going to start to get funky in, in, in the playoffs here, man. Opens up the doors for other teams, but then they need to stay healthy after. What do you think of Miami and uh, in Atlanta? Like a good example. Miami have looked awesome, but can Atlanta get this done on their home court? Oh, Atlanta plays their best basketball at home. So this is probably a good first quarter, first half look uh, on the Atlanta Hawks in game three uh, of this series. And maybe even the full game. I could see them winning game three. I mean, they are good at home, really good yeah. at home, especially down the stretch. Uh, I think that's the one game they win. Uh, the way I see that series is I think Miami could take game four and then finish it off in Miami in game five. That's kind of what I see. Uh, happening perhaps and that's it because I think at the end of the day without Capella they're having a hard time in the perimeter in the interior and the perimeter defense for Miami's elite and it takes away what Atlanta wants to do best and that's the three ball so I think when you look at it it's a good matchup for Miami I'd give Atlanta maybe game three that might be all they get though all right, take a look at the NHL board here during the commercial break of a battle and because you know there's a lot of games we don't have time to go through every game and a little mini uh, mini segment we have on the other side. So let us know what you like. A couple of big time games tomorrow night. We'll break it down. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Shout out to our boy Big Jim in Arizona. Uh, tuning in right now on uh, no, Sirius XM Channel 159. We're kicking it Ian Cameron for a couple more moments. We appreciate Babano's time. So, uh, Babano, busy night tomorrow night in the National Hockey League. Very big game for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, they lost to Ottawa. They blew the 2-0 lead, but they did get a point. And, you know, it was going to be tough. They were on a six-game win streak, so it's tough to win every game. But they've been pretty good at getting games back. Remember when they lost to Buffalo and Detroit and everything, and then they went on the road, they beat Colorado? They've been good at stealing games on the road that you don't think they're going to win, but it's a tough spot that they're in right now. Plus plus 146 against Minnesota. we got Tampa and Toronto on the board tomorrow. Rangers, Islanders. Uh, what are you making of Carbon Banner? What catches your eye? Yeah, the Islanders, uh, even after getting eliminated, they battled Florida pretty tough. But uh, I'm not stepping in front of the Rangers right now. I'd look at the Rangers in that game. Vancouver, Minnesota, I'd be tempted by Vancouver at a plus price. I think you're obviously desperation. Minnesota, you know, they barely beat San Jose in overtime in their last home game. So it's not like Vancouver can't go in there and compete. So that might be a dog or pass spot for me in that game. Minnesota does have second place in the division to play for, and whoever gets that gets home ice in that series against St. Louis. So that is pretty important because Minnesota's got a good home record. But I think Vancouver gives them a game, and I think they might be a live dog there. I like Buffalo in the over against New Jersey. Buffalo is an underdog right now. Uh, I'm looking to back them at every opportunity. They're one of those teams out of the playoffs that is not rolling over. They're playing well. Uh, I think Buffalo in the over is worth a look in that game as well. Uh, and what else? Oh, I'd lay the puck line against Winnipeg. Winnipeg is really fallen off since they got eliminated from the playoffs. They got shut out by the Rangers the other night. Carolina probably puts the boots to them. So the puck line for Carolina against Winnipeg is probably worth a look as well. Great job, Abano. Thank you for the time. I'll catch up with you uh, Sunday. Always a pleasure. Good stuff. You have a good night. The Late Night Anger Management Club, Jamie Eisenberg, CBSSports.com will step up and in. This is Sports Rage. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.